Sorry. You ran into me. Lights! My peeps, welcome to Scare Zone Year 3. First thing we do to welcome the newest members of our Scream Team is sacrifice a virgin. Yeah. Hey! Better get it when we open Friday. Oh! The smoke machines, lots of light and sound effects, the strobe room, the chainsaw finale, yada yada yada. We happily freak out the customers who happily scamp into the gift shop to spend more money. Yeah, I've been coming here the past few years. He's only open three nights, but at ten bucks a head, he makes a killing. It's open! You ready to get freaked out? Yeah! You ready for some bloody guts? Yeah! Yeah. We couldn't do better unless we were actually killing people. Welcome to the insanity. Back to slice and dice. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Skip the Lou. I am Lacey Lou, and with me, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Dan Chase. Hello, Dan. Hello, Lacey Lou. That's me. <laughs> and with us today, we have the writer-director of the 2009 film Scare Zone, John Minkowski. How are you, John? I'm good. I'm coming to you um, from Guangzhou, China, um, and uh, uh, because uh, what I, I do out here uh, is what I do also in the U.S. is I'm in the theme park business. So I produce um, shows and attractions for our friends at Disney, at Universal. And there's this really uh, cool company out here called the Chimlong Group, who cater specifically to Chinese audience. Uh, and we consult with them as well. So it's been two and a half years. I finally made it back out uh, to see my friends out here after 21 days of quarantine. But... I'm I'm uh, here and um, at the same time getting uh, ready to to on the on the third it's going to go wide release uh, for Scare Zone to come out and you're right it's a 2009 movie that uh, when it came out the first time it was seen by all of three people and so this is considered a, a new release as opposed to a re-release. <laughs> I love it. You know, it was funny. Like as we were watching it, um, I was like, you know. The only way that I could tell that this was a 2009 movie, <laughs> you know how I knew? <laughs> no, man, well, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of. <laughs> no, lots no, of clues, the but... only way that I knew, the only way that I knew it was because this girl in it had this tank top on and you haven't, I have not seen that style since the uh, mid 2000s. <laughs> ah, see, and yeah. I, that was like the era, like, so I was like, in 2009, I was what, like 21, 22? So um, it was definitely, um, these kids were like my age, I felt. So um, that was another way I kind of picked up. But otherwise, it looked like it was made today. So. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's nice. Yes, our costume designer, Beverly Safier, has uh, uh, she been in the business for a long time and everything. And we did back in 2000, late 2008, when we shot it. Um, we were like, yeah, we want it to be today. <laughs> yeah. That's tomorrow. <laughs> no, that's so, awesome. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I so, thought it was uh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, no. and so what, this, the, what happened was, and uh, because I'm in the theme park industry is how we came upon Scare Zone. I always wanted to do a feature length film 
And this was my first. I had done lots of uh, uh, films, uh, short films uh, for the theme park industry. You go in, you watch a film or a 3D movie and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I'd never done anything over 20 minutes long. And so I uh, wanted to see what that experience was like. And I found out that our friends at Universal in Orlando, um, they do Halloween Horror Nights, which is, you know, a hugely successful Halloween program with lots of mazes and things like that. Well, they um, also, um, uh, we have in Orlando, a convention, a theme park convention that happens about a month later after Halloween. And that particular year, they had built this beautiful set called Body Collectors. And it was nice and creepy on a soundstage. And I found out that they were going to have this um, set on a soundstage lying dormant between the end, you know, Halloween, up to when they're going to have this convention for three and a half weeks. And I was like, well, well, if I rent the, you know, the soundstage, can I use the set? And they said, well, if you don't damage it, or if you do damage it, you got to fix it. And I was like, sold. So I got a half a million dollar set for nothing. And wow. I was like, wow. So that's why I, I hope that helps, you know, kind of make it look a little bit better than uh, your, your typical low budget, uh, horror movie simply because just of the, the set alone to start with right and and that's the one thing that that really you know uh stuck out to me was how much fun this movie was you know we have so much fun during halloween going to all the haunts we're here in iowa so you know uh slipknot has that one here and there's there's a lot of local ones yeah, yeah. And they're all very different, but man, we just have, we just have a blast. So while we have a lot of questions about, you know, obviously this movie, your day job is equally as cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, this was uh, mostly peopled with uh, central Florida actors and a lot of them, you know, they work in the theme park industry and, and they, they've worked the haunted houses. So they, they kind of knew what this was. Uh, about you didn't have to educate them as to what it was like to work in a haunted house but um, they uh, so they brought something to the table too and yeah we wanted it to make it look like even though murders and <laughs> slashing and so forth is happening they're still having a good time so yeah and what I read is that you came up with the script rather quickly because you had such a limited time to do this in um, so this had been something that had been in your head for a while, like the story. Um, yeah, the premise, um, the, the idea, and that just comes from, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one that walks through haunted houses and, and thinks, you know, if someone just killed somebody right in front of me, really for real, you know, what would I, would I think, oh, it's part of the show. I, I just keep on going, you know, right. I, I, so I always, that always kind of stuck in my head. So when I heard that this was available, I was like, oh, we got to do something that's based off of this now because of, uh, you know, other movies that have, have done similar things. This has almost become a sub genre, you know? Yeah. And uh, so uh, Hell, Hell House and things like that. So it's, but, but back in 2008, it was a little bit newer premise. And um, the only thing was we didn't know what we were doing. I mean, we had some experience with production, but we didn't know how to distribute at all. And so we're like, uh, here it is, world. And <laughs> the world went, uh, who are you? You know, so, <laughs> so we thought we'd give it another shot because now we are on our uh, sixth feature film and we're a little more experienced and have 
you know, learned our hard knocks lesson and our friends at Terror Films is kind enough to say, yeah, we'll re-release it. Let's get it out there so people can enjoy it. That's awesome, first of all. I love that too, because yeah, I would have a hard time even remembering if it was what, 10, 12, 13 years ago. Um, Exactly. but but that's great because yeah you're right there is there is a subgenre of it now and I personally I love it I think it's the perfect setup for that exact reason uh, like you said now other than your movie uh, what is your favorite kind of uh, movie that fits in this quote unquote subgenre Well wait we gotta tell him what he inspired so yes. um, because <laughs> um, because uh, this screening. Um, we decided to do a theme of uh, like freak show or attraction show. Um, so anything to do with like haunted attractions or circuses or sideshows, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this inspired a whole <laughs> marathon. <laughs> well, that, that's, yeah, and it's fun. This, I mean, it's a, it's a popcorn movie. I mean, I, I've obviously was, was, have been influenced by uh, movies of the eighties, uh, uh, it's probably got a bit, a bit of that uh, feel to it. Um, the character development is not that deep. I and mean, we've gotten much more serious in our horror movies uh, since uh, and very psychological and things like that. This is not that. This is, uh, this is, it flows over you like, you know, uh, honey. <laughs> so, um, but, and, and so, and, and, to be honest, the, the only ones who've really watched it have been the cast and crew, and uh, now they make it an annual event, and they they turn it into a drinking game. Every time they hear the name Scare Zone, they take a swig, and by the end of the movie, yes. everyone's blottoed. So, <laughs> but um, uh, but for me, influences uh, the things that uh, there. I I do like comedy. I mean, I I and it doesn't have to be like uh, Blazing Saddles slapstick comedy, but uh, I do like having a sense of humor throughout the thing just so that you can have a tense moment and then you can have a comedy moment and then you can have a tense moment and go back and forth like that. Um, and uh, I, I uh, was highly influenced by uh, films like, uh, you know, Halloween, um, uh, things like that. It, it really, um, the, the movies that really affected me were uh, haunted or scary movies that were at the time it was new, this is in the seventies, you know, that um, there's, there's killers and they have no re there's no reason for it. They're right. killing just because they're killers. And, and at that time, it always used to be like, there's a, there's a real excuse and a reason for why they're doing it. And, but then Halloween comes out and it's just this guy who's, who's crazy. And uh, I was like, well, that's scary. <laughs> so, um, but but yeah, I and and I am, you know, probably a product of the big blockbuster movies. Yeah, Jaws, Star Wars. You know, they, they had they had a big impact on me. Um, uh, so, uh, but but in this particular case, I didn't have a, a, a Jaws or Star Wars budget. You know, I know they had low budgets, but they were still in the low millions. <laughs> so. Right now, you said you're a Star Wars fan. Have you been uh, watching Kenobi? Um, pardon me. Say that again. You've been watching the new uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show on Disney Plus. I have not because I've been in 21 days of quarantine in China, <laughs> and unfortunately, it's hard to stream here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I'm I, I, looking forward to it. I'm so looking forward to it. How is it? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I can't uh, say anything, but it's 
It's yes. Don't say anything. Yes. Uh, so I I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Um, uh, now I, I say that, uh, you know, China is 5G and they've got everything. It's just whatever hotel I'm at is what I'm subject to pretty much. So, yes. What do you think of franchises like that? You know, with the current movie coming out this Halloween. Um, do you do you like franchises like that to continue on? You know, they recently did another Texas Chainsaw as well. Um, where, where do you stand on on where all those current franchises currently lie? Um, I really like it when they uh, take the story and and take it somewhere else. Um, uh, remakes, eh, you know, it's okay, uh, but you know, you know, why remake Psycho? Why remake Halloween? I mean. Um, take it the next step, and that's fun. I, I enjoyed uh, watching uh, Jamie Lee Curtis older, you know, uh, in Halloween when she's <laughs> dealing with the situation years later. But uh, the remakes, I, I, I'm not so interested in, in seeing a, a remake of something um, uh, as I am them continuing the story. I think that's fun and interesting and cool. That's just my, my, personal, my personal choice. Now, do you feel that you could do a sequel to Scare Zone? Oh, yeah. I already wrote one uh, about um, about a month uh, after we had finished the, the principal photography, which just took like 22 days. Um, uh, had written a whole other uh, one that's sitting in a drawer somewhere because Scare Zone didn't make any money. So I was like, okay, well, put that over there. But uh, yes, in fact, and we... We not giving anything away, but we do we do allow ourselves an opening for um, it resolved. It does have hopefully a, a satisfaction a re resolution, but opens it up to uh, sequels at the end of the movie. So uh, yeah, and that would be that would be fun. That'd be fun to do. And we try to do that. Uh, I, I think some of it is just you know the marketing uh, or part is that try to open up keep keep as many of our films open for a sequel as possible just in case something lightning hits and they want another one so we had uh that situation uh with the next movie that we had done it's a paranormal movie did very well on youtube about it's close to eight million views now wow. and so we did a sequel to that and that's how we met our friends at terror films so that uh, introducing that uh that sequel um, but but that one got views. I mean, that one got to be seen. The scare zone scare zone uh, unfortunately didn't uh, get that. So we're open this Halloween. This will be kind of fun, and uh, uh, people can uh, check it out. Yeah, I think it's you know comedy with um, some fun slasher moments, especially um, you know like you said. I don't want to give like any deaths away or anything since uh, you know. I want people to actually watch it and it is a whodunit. So yeah. um, um, you, you have that guessing element too with it. Um, but you said you did six films um, and I believe one of your other films was a Christmas movie, right? It's coming out this, this Christmas. Uh, okay. The film that's coming out this Christmas. Yeah, so I've, uh, I've danced around different genres. Um, I, uh, horror is a great one because um, you don't have to have a super duper star. Uh, the star of the movie is the, the genre itself and the horror movie audience. They don't care. They're, they're fantastic that way. They don't have to have, you know, uh, 
Bruce Willis in it to to <laughs> like the movie. Um, so uh, did that. Then Paranormal, um, and uh, then uh, a quirky little comedy about life in a theme park. Um, and then because uh, I do kind of gravitate back towards comedy, we decided let's just let's actually do a comedy. And uh, this one is uh, is based off of a Christmas Carol, you know, Charles Dickens movie. Only in this particular case, it is a female Scrooge. So we call it a Christmas Karen. And um, that will be coming out uh, this uh, this holiday season. So. Yes, we did watch the trailer to it, and it looks freaking hilarious. Oh, no, you got to understand something about Lacey Lujan. She is a, as much as we love Halloween and, and that stuff, we love Christmas as well. And she watches every Hallmark movie, every every movie that could possibly, you know, uh, fall under that umbrella. And then some Lacey Lou is watching. That's all my decision. Well, let me, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I will definitely, you know, Make sure that you you see it because all these things kind of tie back together. Scare Zone, um, the the initial cast uh, has seen some some successes. Um, uh, the guy who plays Spider, his name is Neil Brown Jr. Uh, the next thing he did is he was a, a fairly regular uh, uh, performer on The Walking Dead, and the next feature film he did. Um, happened to be straight out of Compton. He played DJ Yella. So, I mean, oh, he, he's gone boom, boom, boom. Uh, and and has been on SEAL Team for, you know, whatever, six, seven years or whatever on CBS. So, um, and he came from Scare, he came from Scare Zone. Um, another one from Scare Zone is uh, the, the girl who plays Summer. And uh, she's, she's blonde and she's the one that doesn't really, really want to be there. She wants to go get married to her her boyfriend and oh, get I'm out wearing the tank top that I knew was 2009. Ah, yes. And, and sh her name is Michelle uh, Sims and Michelle, uh, she uh, has been a kind of a regular that we go back to all the time because I love Michelle. And what we've done is Michelle's there and she has one of my favorite kills in uh, scare zone uh, in the window, not to give anything away, oh. but I love that kill. Yeah. And, and Michelle, but she plays a, you know, kind of a doesn't want to be there pissed off girl. Um, and then we used her for our paranormal movie and she was wonderful in it. But Michelle is a naturally funny, funny lady. And that paranormal movie had absolutely nothing funny about it. So <laughs> that was, I was like, sorry, Michelle. Um, and so we come back around to, uh, you know, it's 14 years later and we want to do this uh uh, you know, movie that we call very popular. I like to through the course of you know 14 years, she has she has gained and lost weight for whatever role she wants to play or whatever. Um, she is very much part of the comedy scene in Los Angeles now. And she said, yeah, I'd love to come back out and do it. And I said, well, you're going to have to audition with everybody else. And she had, she auditioned and she nailed it. And she is hilarious because it's very hard to yeah. find a Scrooge, if you will, that you kind of like, you know, right. I even had a problem with Bill Murray when he did Scrooge. So I was like, hey, he's kind of an ass. I don't like him, <laughs> but she's bitch. one who is, she, she 
call, you know, she asks for the manager and she does all that stuff, but you still kind of go, well, she's just dopey enough that I, I, I kind of like her. I don't, I don't hate her. So, uh, so she, so we're looking forward to getting her out there for that. It has tested really well with audiences and, uh, we're, we're hoping it'll be something everybody can kind of tune into and stream during the holiday season. So, uh, but she comes all the way from scare zone. She, she resurrected her. So, yeah. <laughs> so are you like a fan of like, just, are you going to make every holiday film out there or just specific like Christmas and Halloween? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a fan of any, any, any fun fan now, uh, any fun movie. I, uh, my daughter uh, is uh, totally into the Hallmark movies, um, and I, I pick on the Hallmark movies a little bit because I'm like, okay, don't tell me. The plot is it's about this hardened woman who's a real hard worker, and then she meets this guy who has a twinkle in his eye, and maybe he's Santa Claus, or maybe he's an elf. You know, I don't know. So, <laughs> so I pick on her, and she's like, Dad, these are good movies. So, uh, uh, well, last so year, one that I watched was the love interest was a, a frosty a snowman. So, <laughs> yeah. literally anything is possible. In these movies. That's awesome. Yeah. So we hope we hope you we, we hope you like it. But um, again, it's in the it's it, it's in the spirit of yes. Um, actually, we even have some tender moments and um, uh, very much like uh, scare zone. We we like to provide comedy, but then all of a sudden have something in this particular case, since it's a comedy, have something serious or, or you know, there's, uh, you know, the Cratchit family in, in Scrooge, they have an issue. They've got this kid that you know, is, has a problem. And so throw it back and forth, have fun with it, but, but keep the audience kind of uh, moving forward as opposed to, again, just doing a wah, wah, comedy, comedy. So you, you, we break it up and I think we've matured, um, not, uh, you know, we still have bad senses of humor and everything, but we've matured as filmmakers and hopefully that that's seen. Um, everybody did a great job, but lots of returning cast and crew for, uh, for that film. I love that. Like, I, I feel like if I was like to have my own little crew, like if I would use a lot of the same people again, like I've always been fond of, you know, uh, happy Madison and their type of friendship like I always wanted to like have a girl band kind of like that <laughs> exactly and uh and but you have history too so you, you know they all go well you're not gonna do like you did in the scare zone and make us all do blah 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 I'm like shut up <laughs> no, John, I want to I want to see you do a uh a Christmas theme slasher next that'd be great Oh my gosh. Well, you know, uh, it, it, Krampus still has, you know, a, a, probably a couple more movies in him. So, um, but uh, that would be, that would be fun. That would be fun to do. Now, yeah, there's so. also, there's a moment in Scare Zone where um, I'm not sure if this was intended or not, but it very much mirrored uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Hostel. It's, you know, the surgeon uh, type oh. scene. Was that taken oh, from yeah. that at all or inspired by that? Um, I, maybe, uh, you know, uh, it was, um, you know, Hostel is such a, wow, intense uh, movie. Um, but uh, the, the, the surgeon scene uh, actually was a scene that was part of that haunted house. Um, and uh, we had 
uh, we had set it up and just used that. So it's something that they use as part of body collectors. Um, and uh, so we, we, that's what we, we took from, but I'm sure we, uh, you know, were inspired by uh, other influences as well, for sure. Yeah. So this was, did you film this and what month was this actually filmed in? It was filmed um, mostly the month of uh, November. So October 31st, I think that year, um, maybe November 1st, they ended the Halloween Horror Nights program. Um, and then, so we had basically three weeks in November to shoot this thing. We did go back in December and pick up the shots that were in the graveyard um, and some of the exterior shots, but all of the interiors, while we had time to be in there, and 90% of the film takes place inside the, the, the attraction, um, we, we had that Christmas three. Store? No, that's not, that's true. <laughs> no, the Christmas store is actually a real Christmas store that is in, that, that was in the Florida mall, and we had negotiated uh, getting there in the middle of the night to do the Christmas, <laughs> the Christmas store. Um, we couldn't have afforded all of those ornaments on display. <laughs> yes, hey, John, See, Christmas sneaks in there all the time. Christmas is in there all the time. You know, I, I, I gotta ask you uh, straight up. You know, I live in Iowa here. It's a nice life. Do you want to just switch lives for like a couple days, John? Just me and you. Hey. And uh, <laughs> I would love to see what it's like living in your shoes, sir. <laughs> well, right now it's, you get up, you go down, you have some Chinese breakfast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's not all glamour. Um, but um, uh, we, we love shooting in, in central Florida. Uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, we are not um, Georgia. You know, we don't have the incentives that uh, some of our neighboring states right. have to encourage filmmaking. So <clears throat> that's a bummer, but we do have lots of assets and uh, they do still do a lot of commercial work uh, in central Florida and in South Florida. So we have some good talent that's there and, uh, and, and we take advantage of that because we have excellent uh, director of photography who doesn't get to do a feature all the time. He's doing a lot of commercial work or he's doing lots of work for Disney on the Star Wars attraction or whatever. So um, that gives everybody an opportunity to say, we're doing a feature. Let's do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, That's how it starts. It's always, we're doing a feature, yeah. But at the end, it's like, we did a feature and I'm very tired. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's always been my dream to go to Halloween Horror Nights. I just haven't been able to pull that together yet. Even so, uh, me and Dan actually went to a time chair presentation once. And the guy was so adamant on selling. He was like, all right, just tell me where your dream vacation is. Tell me where your dream vacation is. I will make that happen. I go, Halloween Horror Nights. He goes, okay, well, I can't make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, I think we're done here. That guy thought he had an answer for everything. Halloween Horror Nights. He's like, shit. <laughs> yeah, Halloween Horror Nights in, in Florida is so popular that people from the Northeast... Um, all the way up to New York, uh, you know, Atlanta, Boston, they actually fly down, stay in a hotel just to do Halloween Horror Nights. That's how, that, that's what kind of a rabid fan base they have. Um, and, and they are, you know, we've all done uh, haunted uh, attractions that have been done by, you know, 
uh, local uh, entrepreneurs and uh, the JCs do on or whatever. But uh, when you get uh, into um, Universal, who's now been doing it for, what is it, 30 years or 40 years or something, um, and with their budgets, yeah, they just, just do phenomenal stuff that you're just just uh, jaw-dropping work. Um, and I do uh, credit uh, the entertainment department there at Universal, a guy named TJ Manorino uh, heads the art and design group, and they just have a super talented group of people. Can you hear me okay? There yes. We go. <laughs> I am so sorry. This is the challenge of being halfway around the world. And uh, it's fine. I, I apologize. And now I'm on my computer, so uh, who knows what's going to happen? So it I'll, kind I'll, of I'll looks be... like an unfriended situation. I don't know if you've seen that movie or not, but like there's oh, like yes. two of you and um, on the screen. Um, so it's kind of creepy, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, no, anyway, no, no, no. I was going on about the guys at Universal, and they're great. Uh, they're just a good team. Again, they're a team that have worked together for a long time and they know what they're doing. Uh, that was it. Um, I'll, I'll keep my answers short and snappy. So just in case. <laughs> um, I'm sure this is a question that you probably get asked a lot since you did a film based on, you know, uh, haunted attraction, scary movie. So what is the scariest haunted house or attraction that you've ever been to? On the spot. Oh, um, the, the, the scariest one that I went to was one, I forget the name of it, it was something like uh, you know, in the dark or thing like that. And I believe it was in London um, where they don't have the same rules and regulations we have in the U.S. about touching and stuff like that. Um, and um, they, in this particular one, they their whole thing was you are, it is dark. It is just absolutely midnight dark and you are feeling your way around to get there. Oh. And that gives, um, I don't know how they did it, uh, I, I, if they were wearing special goggles or something, but the actors could... Uh, touch you they could come up to you and whisper right in your ear um and you know and you're you can't see a thing and that was the creepiest weirdest experience i've ever had that was wild that was it just like on a whole haunted house is it just on one level yeah um uh, hopefully you're you're still getting my audio okay the um a number of um haunted attractions have tried to do these you sign a release and they and they put you through a, a really intense, have you crawl through space that's uh, only three feet high and it's caged and there's monsters that are trying to get to you. They do super intense scares. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the one that we went to. We went to one underneath a supermarket. I've never been a part of anything so creepy in my life because it was so, it was janky as hell, first of all. And I just didn't feel safe. You were getting rug burned because you were sliding down these. Maybe for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so sketchy. I, like I was genuinely scared. But then at the Slipknot yeah. one, um, all the guys knew Lacey's name. It was really weird. We don't know if he went to high school with you or what, but that was scary. Yeah, you, you, when it becomes personal, it gets really, really creepy. Man, I, sure. I clenched my fist, man. I was like, am I going to have to start something here? Like, Two years in a row, they said my name, yeah. And you didn't, like, log in, you know, on Facebook or anything. Nothing like that. So they literally, and I know for a fact we didn't say your name in there either. So they had to have known you. But, yeah, definitely freaked me out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, yes. Celebrity here. 
<laughs> in my own mind. That's right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> now, uh, John, what would you say was your favorite part about filming Scare Zone? Um, my favorite part was um, about being able to tell a little bit longer uh, story. Uh, in the theme park world, you got to get everything in and out within 15, 20 minutes, and you don't have a, a real chance to develop you know, any, any uh, timeline or, or anything like that. So in this particular case, I could build it up and build it up to the, uh, the climactic event uh, of finding out uh, who, uh, you know, who done it. Um, and uh, that was, that was fun to do and, and yeah. be able to, you know, take the time to try to do that. Um, you know, a lot of fear went into it. A lot of first time uh, feature filmmakers, um, you're, you're basically operating on being scared to death you know, can I do it? <laughs> but, um, but that was that I think that was the most fun. For the uh, deaths in this movie, all the kills, um, a lot of them were practical, correct? I know there was a little bit of CG, but like for the most part, it was all practical. Yeah, one of my favorites, uh, again, not to give too much away was the uh, acid, uh, uh, pouring acid on the uh, um, on a character. And um, being able to make that character look like uh, they pretty much melted away. And uh, <laughs> I, I got to give uh, Ashley Hooker, who was the uh, new, she was, she was, I mean, not new, um, new at leading uh, uh, the makeup and prosthetics. Uh, she did a fantastic job on that. Um, and yeah. uh, it looked, looked really, really good. So we tried to uh, be as practical as possible for money, for money's sake. There's one we had to add blood flying in CGI because um, we just couldn't see it. Uh, and one, one guy gets attacked in a strobe room and in the strobe light, we wanted to I wanted to have, you know, the blood kind of flickering and flying as it's, as it's going. And we tried lighting it every different way with the strobe light and you just couldn't see anything. So we added it. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that's the cool thing. It's like, it's, it's such a hard, of, of the culture now and there's so many movies that overuse it you know and and I think that because we were talking to Tom Savini too and I was trying to be cool like oh yeah no no CGI and he's like no it's okay he's like it's it's good sometimes you have to use CGI sometimes you're just not going to get it so you got to throw it in and I'm like uh, here I am trying to sound cool and I'm like uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, actually, in a lot of the big uh, guy and girl filmmakers, these these folks, they wanted to go practical. They want they want it to be visceral and not to rely too much on um, special effects to create to create whatever's happening. Um, and I'm all for that. Uh, that that is, if you can do it, fantastic. That's great. And I gotta say, the film really turned out just a lot of fun. Um, you know, obviously the mixture of the set, um, of the kills, and and the cast was great too. You know, they really did bring to life. Uh, yeah, they brought a funness to it, but it was it was more of a tone. And you know, I'm not I'm not that that guy who's always down for every horror comedy. Um, and I find my biggest problem with them is tonally. You know, they're either trying to be 
too serious, too dark with it. But I really think that in this movie, you really nailed the tone and you really delivered just a fun movie. And there's so many people like us out there that that love haunted houses, that love movies about them. And I honestly think uh, you nailed it. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I credit the cast with that. They all uh, gelled really well together and um, uh, they're all in their own right, excellent uh, uh, performers, lots of fun. Um, some of them have good uh, uh, credits in the movies. Arian Ash, who plays the kind of the goth girl, uh, she was in the um, uh, movie Phone Booth. Um, <clears throat> she was one yes. of the two prostitutes in Phone Booth. Um, and so, and she was a child actor as well. Um, and uh, um, also with Dawson's Creek, one of the greatest shows ever. That is right. You are correct. And um, Jordan Woods Robinson uh, was a key character in Walking Dead. And he's been uh, he's had a very uh, good uh, career. So I was lucky. You know, the, these guys went on to do good things because they were talented. So that's great. That's good stuff. Well, John, I asked everybody that comes on the show um, to recommend me. It doesn't have to be a horror movie. Um, a lot of people like to recommend those Um but it can be any movie, just something that you think either Dan or I might like, or you think the listeners might like, or something that you absolutely love that you want people to know more about. Um, so recommend a movie. Well, I, you know, I mean, uh, um, this is going to be in the in the spirit of self promotion, but um, I I I would like to recommend uh, what has been to date uh, our most successful <clears throat> movie, which was is a paranormal movie. It is called The Visitant. The Visitant, uh, where a visitant is a, a spirit or an entity that wants to come and visit you. Uh, this was shot entirely in my house. So I had to have my child, uh, oh, two of them, I have two of them, that's right. And my wife moved to a hotel. My, kid, my kids thought that was the coolest thing. In fact, my, <laughs> my daughter was, she was just, uh, I think she was like seven years old at the time. Um, and she goes uh, to her uh, teacher and says, oh, I get to stay at a hotel. I'm staying at a hotel right down the street. And the teacher goes, well, why are you staying at a hotel, honey? And she goes, uh, um, because, well, my dad, my daddy's making a movie and it's, it's kind of an adult film. So, and um, you don't know my wife, but when she heard that my child told the teacher at school, we were making an adult film, <laughs> she about freaked. Um, but she just meant it's scary. So uh, anyway, it, it it has enjoyed almost eight million views on on uh, YouTube. Um, you can find it, the visitant, um, and it is Michelle who will be coming out for a Christmas, Karen. Uh, I think she it's it's pretty much a one woman uh, movie. I think she did a wonderful job. It is not does not have a whole heck of a lot of comedy in it, um, but it is a, a very successful film. And I think if you haven't seen it. It would be good for you to see because it takes um, it takes that genre of paranormal film um, and and uh, has a has a good time with it. Um, and I think she did wonderful job. Sorry about the self promotion. Um, oh, but that's, we love that's, it. That's one I, uh, that's one I think, uh, especially if you're into horror movies and all that. And Halloween's coming up. That's a good one to see for sure. Yeah, well, um, no, I, I, yeah I don't mind the same. But same. Ugh, I can't even talk. Same 
shameless self-promotion there. <laughs> it was very shameless. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, where can, um, we're going to give you some more chance to plug your stuff here. Uh, where can um, the listeners find out what you're working on or where to find your movies uh, on social media? Yes. Um, so our company is called uh, Renaissance Entertainment. Um, and we named that years ago. And the whole reason we named it is because we wanted to sound like we were fancy and that we were, you know, <laughs> so for our clients, because my name's Binkowski and my first business partner, his name was McCabe. And nobody's going to want to buy a movie or a show from McBink Productions, you know. <laughs> so we were like, Renaissance, that sounds classy. Anyway, if um, you, mostly with our, our uh, films, if uh, you go to IMDb uh, and you look up uh, any of the films on IMDb, Scare Zone, they pop pops right up, or uh, A Christmas Karen, or uh, The Visitant, or Because of Charlie, any any of those, they lead you to the production company, and you see all the films that we do. We also have websites for all of the and Instagrams and and Twitters for all of the all of them, and they're usually based off of the, the name of the film. So if you go to scarezonemovie.com, it'll give you all the links. If you go to, um, uh, you know, achristmascaren.com, um, it'll it should get, get you there. But the title usually gets you, you can find us pretty easily through the title. Um, and, uh, and you can kind of see what, what, we're, what we're up to. But um, Scarezone is easy. Scarezonemovie.com will get you anywhere you need to go. Yeah, we hope you come back for Christmas Karen in six months. <laughs> Absolutely. Just uh, it, just let us know. We'll let you see it. We'd love you to tell tell your uh, uh, your 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 fan base uh, all about it and everything. Um, well, and we, we do we, because um, on our main show, this is like uh, this show uh, where we interview people. It's a side show, but our main show is that uh, cut to the chase. But we do. Um, every year, um, 12 days of Chasemas. So um, where we oh, uh, pick 12 um, films that we will showcase on each of those episodes. It's 12 episodes. So uh, maybe you can come join us for one of those. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that I have something uh, for you for Christmas. Um, it's, uh, it's not scary. Um, uh, oh, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, but it's uh, but it should be it should be funny and uh, hopefully you you really enjoy it. So um, and again, Michelle, who is in Scare Zone, in my favorite kill in Scare Zone, <laughs> yes, um, which even uh, and and I sat there with the editor when Oliver was doing it, and I still when she's getting and I'm not giving anything away when she gets stabbed, um, the way he edited it and the way it was shot, I still find myself physically jutting. You know when I'm watching her getting, uh, getting hit, and I was like, "Wow, that is that is good editing." I will I will give it give it to him. So anyway, but thank you very much for your time, and I uh, uh, hope everybody gets a chance to you know have a wonderful ha Halloween, and then roll right into the holiday season. Uh, we've got something for you. We've got Scare Zone, and then we've got Christmas Karen. We're we got all the holidays covered. We got to work on an Easter something. Well, thank you, John. Your enthusiasm is uh, infectious. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you. We'll look forward to talk to you again soon. And again, my apologies for the 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 weird uh, uh, connection, but um, hey, uh, next time I'll be talking. To you. Yes, I'll be. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll let yeah, it slide so. this one time. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, nice chat Have with a, you, John. Have a good one. Thank you. So thank, you. thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Bye. 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 Bye.